Diamond for diamond, no one compares with Mervis. At Mervis Diamond Importers, our natural diamonds come straight from the mines in Africa and our mermaid lab-grown diamonds beat all others for quality and value. Come view our brilliant diamonds, both natural and lab-grown. Mervis Diamonds are so bright and full of fire, they will blow you away. So will the affordable prices. Our diamonds may steal your heart, but not your wallet. See our mermaid lab-grown diamonds and learn how to get a larger diamond for less. You can get a bigger mermaid lab-grown diamonds than you ever thought possible. And with Mervis Financing, you can enjoy up to five years to pay with zero interest. Our generous full-value trader policy and our lifetime warranty program easily make Mervis your first choice. When you mount a world-class Mervis diamond into a designer ring from our huge collection, there is no equal. Mervis Diamond Importers. For an appointment, call 800-HER-LOVE or go to MervisDiamond.com. Again, that's 800-HER-LOVE or go to MervisDiamond.com. You've tuned into a podcast with me, Anupama Chopra. I do hope you enjoy listening to this conversation. Cool thing was really hard. I'm like a, you know, I'm really silly. I make jokes and Nadia has no sense of humor. There's a lot of click that back into place. Yep. Hold that a second. Yeah. Maybe not be so honest about this. We should be like, yeah, it's dead easy. It just comes to us. In the two episodes that I've seen, the two of you get banged up really bad. Did you see the other guys? (laughs) (laughs) Priyanka Richard, so lovely to have you on Film Companion. What I love about this show is that just the idea of it, the ambition of it, the scale of it, to have long-form storytelling with several iterations, which are then cross-pollinating. Uh, but my question is, when you're creating something which has to appeal to so many people, does it mean that you have to sort of dilute the intricacy of it, or the intimacy, or the, uh, the complex nature of telling a story i think the i think the opposite in fact i think there's been a lot of television and film that treat audiences as if they're not as smart as they are that they can't keep up pace hence why we've ended up with kind of generations of people who are on their ipad their phone and the tv on and with this show you can't do that we actually ask a lot of the audience we ask you to keep up we ask you to suspend your disbelief and go with sort of jumping timelines jumping between characters who are within the same body so i think it's it's ambitious in that new approach to saying look audiences are not as dumb as they've been treated they're actually much smarter we can do all of this while we're on our phones so this show hopefully is serving up something that says you're not got you don't got time to look at yourself on while, while it's happening you've got to tune in because you don't want to miss the smallest intricacy nice and i think like now the world has become such a small place like with streaming coming in people are watching subtitled movies from all over the world they're watching different languages without knowing the language and i think this show really takes advantage of how the sh- the world has become smaller and has shrunk so when you talk about cross pollinating audiences that's totally the ambition of the show and i think that it's necessary now to be able to tell global stories to be able to connect the world because the world is already connected so it's sort of like a reflection of where we are as a society anyway um and citadel is an agency an intelligence agency that has um an allegiance to no particular country it belongs to the world you know so it had to be done that way and that's the ambitious nature of it which is so exciting yeah yeah it is and and i love that moment uh when when a character asks you if you're 
working for the CIA or yeah. <laughs> for MI6. And you're like, do I look like a girl who plays for the minor leagues? I was like, okay, fab. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> but just as actors, right? So you're playing two characters who have both their memories have been wiped out. So they have other versions of themselves. You're going back and forth in time. Uh, there is already the dual nature of being a spy because spies are by design giving a performance within a performance. Did you, either of you ever lose the, lose track of where you're supposed to be emotionally? We have charts. <laughs> we have charts up and also we keep each other in check. We go, wait, who am I right now and what do I know? What, do you know that yet? Do I, did I tell Does you that? Does your character know that? When did <laughs> wait, we Wait, let's this? go back to here. Yeah. So there's quite a lot of things because we want it to be super clear for the audience, which means we need to it know to at times. Yeah. So sometimes you trip up and you're like, oh no, I've got to go back because I don't know that yet. And, and we want to layer those complexities in of these secrets. And so we need to be as prepared as we can be. And that's what's beautiful about Priyanka is that she's on top of it so we can kind of stay on top and make it as clear for you guys even we're though we're confused yeah. the whole time. <laughs> oh, that's not true. <laughs> we're both very prep oriented in our approach towards work and Richard maniacally is. <laughs> Set summer in motion with the most electrifying Honda vehicles yet like the CRV and Accord with available hybrid powertrains designed to deliver more thrilling performance and more innovative tech. Summer's here. Make every adventure more electrifying with Honda. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get a 3.9% APR on a 2023 Honda Accord Hybrid or 2023 CR-V Hybrid. Buy online, reserve from select dealers, or visit your local Honda dealer today. See dealer for financing details. <laughs> Just slightly maniacally. So it's really great to be able to have a co-actor that also kind of keeps track of, you know, the back and forth. Like we've had moments where we're like, wait, 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 wait a minute. We thought we talked about it, but that was removed in the last edit of the script. So, oh shit, we haven't talked about it yet. So, you know, it was always alive as an organism and it's exciting, challenging, nerve wracking at the same time, but our crew is amazing. The writers were great. It, it's, it took a year and a half, but here we are today, you know. You know, um, what else is a little nerve wracking uh, is the price tag. Right, so this is the second most uh, expensive show that Amazon's ever made. The Hollywood Reporter did this piece where they talked about the budget being 200 million plus, uh, and the two of you are the faces of this show. Does that put pressure on you as actors? I've been in these kind of situations before where you've done movies that have huge budgets, and I've learned to push it out of my brain because if I walk on set thinking, there's a $200 million movie on my shoulders, then it, I, I can't focus on my performance because you're terrified and you don't want all this waste to happen and you want to get it back. And I think that only kind of destroys the creative process. So you said that figure and I'm like, I don't even know the figures. I, I just keep it figures. out of my head. That's not our jobs. I, I keep it out of my head because otherwise, you know, it's kind of, it's frightening to think how much it costs. Yeah, and like, I, I don't think it's cap like it's important when you go in to do your job to think about budgeting and stuff like that. I think the ambitious nature in the show of the show was great. Um, we have an extremely powerful streamer that the show is going to be on, which is Prime, um, that has access to many, many, many territories across the world. And, you know, I really have the faith in the team and the, the might that Amazon Studios puts behind um, their work, especially with Citadel, that I think it'll reach a lot of people. Um, 
but the numbers and the dollars and stuff you can't I can't think about it you just there's no point yeah no absolutely <laughs> not for us <laughs> no not not for a you. producer on the show there you go <laughs> <laughs> yeah not my job <laughs> above my pay grade <laughs> so in the two episodes that i've seen the two of you get banged up really bad did you see the other guys <laughs> <laughs> yes i did Excuse most me? of them yeah. are dead <laughs> but what was that like because you look bruised like really badly beat up there's a lot of stretching that goes on between takes there's a lot of click that back into place yeah hold that a second yeah um yeah we got pretty banged up but then we both trained a lot for it to be as fit as possible because you kind of it's a long shoot and you want to be in it as much as you can I don't want stunt doubles you know there's some things that I'm like please you can do that I'm not going to but you want to do it so that the director can can shoot your face and have you in the, in the frame it it makes it a lot more for the audience to connect to so we tried to stay as fit as we could and and worked it's kind of much like dancing i suppose which i'm not good at but it's learning this choreography and then trying to bring the characters into it and then just drinking lots of coffee <laughs> <laughs> you did drink a lot of coffee yeah yeah but it it took about a year and a half of trying to stay fit and agile so that when you're thrown into a, a stunt scene which goes for goes on for multiple days it's not even like a couple of hours it'll go on for multiple days you have to stay warmed up you have to stay fit enough to be able to take that beating and give one mm -hmm. so physically it was tremendously challenging but also like kind of fun exciting yeah like just because you know you know you don't really get hurt i did a couple of times actually i won't lie know, i'm thinking my eyebrows we should maybe not be so honest about this we should be like yeah it's dead easy it just so comes easy. to us we just that's what we are as people no we're like we work so hard cuz i'm really clumsy and <laughs> me too i hit him with the butt of the gun once it's like we're clumsy <laughs> okay and last question how did you guys imbibe the swag that these characters need because to be a globe trotting spy that's a given right yeah and they don't teach you that in acting school that was difficult for me like the cool thing was really hard i'm like a you know i'm really silly i make jokes and nadia has no sense of humor <laughs> she like does not smile she's the opposite of me so and also like she's just so cool in her demeanor so i really leaned actually on joru so because he's good with that he's a king of cool yeah he's just so good with like just throw it away just say it like that walk in with swagger so i really leaned on him and david because they've done this before um but i'm inherently not that cool so <laughs> <laughs> and things help like when we're in like these costumes yeah, you know, you're wearing Tom Ford or Gucci you think like it makes you feel a bit better and, and you're cooler already yeah, yeah. <laughs> but thankfully you're just pretending cuz <laughs> they don't want to know the real they don't want to see the real me <laughs> not not cool at all no. <laughs> thank you and thank I cannot wait much. to see the rest of the show thank you thank you for listening to the film companion podcast stay tuned for more reviews interviews and all that's hot and happening in pop culture and entertainment